<clears throat> Finally, some stronger feelings coming. I think it's the microphone. Mm, it's been quite calm. Um, uh, the effort I've tried to not use any. Uh, the awareness <coughs> is quite continuous and strong. Mm. It's good. Mm. I, I feel the practice is happening mm. itself. It helps with the right view. Yeah. But uh, still there is some wrong view, I guess, or at least wrong effort. Because uh, I still build up some tension, especially if I sometimes go into the stories of my thoughts and then come back I, I pull back too forcefully or one a part of me I notice this part of me that uses attention to the attention goes too strongly it's, um, I, I really saw it happening like bloop, and then some kind of hmm. tension Mm. So it's interesting. I really try to, I really effort not to effort, but I guess <laughs> it's really difficult. <laughs> try not to make effort. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, you are the dear Shinyan, don't try not to try. He says, just notice that's happening. Yeah, so long as you notice this is what's happening and the result over and over, the mind will adjust itself. So just notice it. Right. Yeah. There's a little bit of worry, though. I think I've trained my mind with greed, maybe a little bit aversion. I, I think it's happening a bit naturally, this tendency. I, I'm worried about, okay, here it's okay, mind is calm. I, I, I see it quite clearly. Yeah. But uh, back home, mm. what, what's going to happen? Uh, I, don't, I think there is not enough wisdom for home. For, uh, here it's got it happens, but What's this I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid at home I'm gonna go back to my forceful, a little bit too effortful ways of practicing. Oh, mm. Yeah, he says, well, at home as well, he says, you just notice that you're making too much effort. Yeah, recognize it, recognize when you're doing it, and then that gives you the, you know, the chance to... Um, to, to learn about it. Um, he says, at home, it's almost like you don't have a choice because it's not so easy to be aware at home. So the mind will make sort of more effort, but you know, where the tension comes, he says, 
He said, experience will teach you. You'll notice when you're in a hurry and then you start putting in more energy and stuff like that. And, you know. Yeah, he says, now you have the knowledge, at least theoretically. When we don't have it, then you know, we kind of repeat patterns over and over. You have some knowledge now. You, you also have some consciousness that it's happening. So the mind is going to, you know, it's going to be learning from that. Uh, I have one more question. It's about hobbies or activities that require full attention outwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that bad? With what attitude do you approach the hobby? Is it unwholesome? You know, are you doing the hobby angrily or greedily or, you know, what's the intention? What's the motivation for doing the hobby? Is it to to relax, to, you know, to, to learn something? So, you know, the, the motivation. And he says, whatever you practice, you know, in doing a hobby, he says, you know, that sort of gains momentum in the mind that will sort of work outside of that hobby time as well. So... Yeah. Just recognize that. Yeah. I forgot to do my homework and come with a list of questions. <laughs> There's no need to come with a list of questions. <laughs> so, um, uh, just uh, practice keeps carrying on. Uh, the night was interesting. I think I managed to keep awareness longer at before, at, before mm. falling asleep. Okay. And it's difficult to describe, but I have a bit more awareness even during the night. It's very, very slight, and also I don't want to. Uh, I, mean, I, uh, I remember uh, it was quite a while ago, maybe a couple of years ago. I remember that kind of experience of having more continuity from one day to the next. Yeah. I thought it was really something particular and I don't want to like fabricate that experience again or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, otherwise uh, my energy has been just a bit lower, I would say, uh, because... Uh, of, I mean, because of the eight precepts, then I get a bit more hungry. Uh, uh-huh. um, bit, mostly between breakfast and lunch, mm. basically starting around now. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when lunch comes, then I, I pile up a big plate of food and yeah. then I overeat and then my energy goes down. And, you know, the whole roller coaster. Yeah. But, that's how I learned. And then uh, also I haven't been running yesterday and like the previous days. So I'm just observing 
how energy is depending on yeah. those things. Yeah. Carrying in with the practice, uh, mm-hmm. I'm able to nevertheless adjust to the energy level and uh, mm. revive my attention, mm-hmm. which I think is... Uh, a hopeful sign, mm-hmm. for example, during sitting meditation and even reading the inspiring books that you have compiled. Uh, actually, I can see that it has a really good effect mm. on my uh, mm. on my wholesome qualities. Yeah, to Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's important to know that we can learn how to tune the mind, like right? if we are skillful. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, just continuing on from this idea of uh, trying to be aware immediately before sleep and. As soon as you wake up, I think I read in one of the books that mm-hmm. when should you start practicing and as soon as you wake up. And so I, I remember this morning doing that and I remember the first thought was, oh no, I'm still here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean the awareness was still here? No, I mean that I, my thought, that the first thought that I kind of recognized was yeah. a thought of, oh gosh. Not again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's not bad. At least you were aware. <laughs> but that, that is actually something when I meditate at home in the morning, mm-hmm. occasionally, sometimes I, I look forward to it. I go, oh, you know, great. Yeah. But other times I do notice this resistance in, in the mind. Mm. I'm not sure if there's anything you can do about that apart from be aware of it or is there resistance to waking to up to actually do to actually um, doing the practice so oh, wake up and yeah. go okay I need to meditate now yeah. and the mind is kind of going oh god oh. really yeah <laughs> 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 said it feels like that a little bit uninspired when there's no momentum and then also we're not that skillful we don't understand that much about the practice he said, so momentum helps us to feel more inspired because it feels, you know, quite um, energetic or light, you know, the practice. And then also, Sierra says, when we begin to understand the the difference between being mindful or not mindful in every moment and, and appreciating that mindfulness, you know, a simple mindfulness in the moment is is um, how beneficial it is when, when that sort of, um, when the mind comes in, gets in touch with that that also inspires the mind to just do the practice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I have been, and I, I kind of am aware of it, but there's, of, of trying too hard to achieve something during these days. Mm. And I just think that is something so ingrained, it's very hard yeah. for me to 
distance myself from that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, it, and it, it has kind of meant that it's been quite tricky the last couple of days. Have you noticed that, mind? You, you, you yeah. know that it's operating? I definitely notice it. Yes. And, and all of the kind of... The thoughts uh, around it. Yeah, the, the things that come up because of that, like doubts and kind of um, mm-hmm. disappointments, expectations yes. weren't met, all of those things I can kind of see. Those are the results, but you see the, 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 the minds yeah, that cause it. definitely. But it's very hard to <coughs> put a stop to that, so the key to the practice is not to try to stop what's happening, mm. but to recognize what's happening and to actually observe what's happening, recognizing that, right, when the mind thinks like this, this is the result and recognizing that energy of wanting to achieve something and, and what its consequences, just really feeling it in the body, feeling it in the practice, just really being present with it, not resisting it and not wanting it to go away, but learning about it, that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Sierra says you can't, like, you can't skip this lesson. No. You have to go through it. He had a three-day lesson on on following greed. He had, well, you'll read about it in the book. It is the is the bed bug story. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which book is that? I'm at the book Is it in oh, when awareness becomes natural? The mm. And so after he had that strong lesson. Um, then his mind kind of understood, got us, you know, really understood that when practicing meditation, greed doesn't work. And then his mind just dropped it. He never wanted to practice with greed again. He'd had greed in other things, but not in meditation anymore. It was contextual. <laughs> when it came to meditation, his mind kind of had a clear understanding. <laughs> so he hopes that we will get that too. I have one um, other question. One of the first things that was said to us, I think, when we were here was, uh, do you know that you're seeing yes. when we first... Uh, and everyone kind of said, yeah. And I thought, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, about three days later, I realised what he was talking about. Mm, nice. <laughs> and, but, so I've used that quite... a I think quite a lot to mm. kind of just snap back into being nice. aware. Yes. But I have a question about, so, you know, um, is it, how, how do you, how should you phrase that? Should it be, are you aware of seeing? I mean, I'm aware of, I'm seeing or... You can phrase it any way that's most... But I just know that like when we say the mind instead of my mind is it like a similar thing with seeing and hearing is it okay to say i am hearing i am seeing or is it doesn't matter i would not use i i would say seeing is happening seeing is happening yeah okay thanks yeah. and you could just leave one little word like see just seeing yeah. yeah one teacher uses a phrase around the striving mind, just a little bit of like already aware. So it's like, it's almost like allowing the mind to already be knowing and it's not putting in that extra 
bit because once we start checking, it already is doing something. Mm -hmm. Like, am I aware? And then we start doing a little bit more. But there is something about that kind of question that, for me, eases off that movement to do something. So one little word like seeing may be enough. Mm -hmm. So just, and again, as Matet was saying, just to explore. What is it that brings in that very light side all uses this, you know, the word check. You're just checking very, very little. But again, it's going to be to discover for you, you know, what is it that, what kind of word or phrase or, because we need, we need to internalize ultimately how to guide our practice, you know, when does greed get, you know, kindled? When does it get observed? Like just navigating that process. Yeah. Thank you. เออเดี๋ยวเนี่ยมีแนวติดอ่ะลูกเปียวได้อะเฉยมาตัวไอ้ฉิมาลูไรลูกเปียวตัวอีนี่ลูกเปียวไล่เตะตงเยจ๋
Filo So that form that, you know, the, the image that the mind is creating, that's the concept, right, that the mm. mind creates, mm. yeah. Yes. And, and I, had to, uh, I had a similar... So that's good that you saw how the mind does that conception. Yes. And I saw the same thing with sounds. Mm. I hear, hear a sound and then there's mind painting pictures, mm. people doing something, or yeah. bird yeah. singing, but there's only a sound actually in the yeah. material side of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see, Sierra says this, especially where the mind is conceptualizing form. He says, because sometimes people when they are, especially in sitting meditation, sometimes people, they're so kind of, the mind is so busy doing something else, it stops doing the conceptualization of the form. And then sometimes people, then people have this experience, they think that the body has disappeared. And actually, it's just that the thought of the body has stopped, you know, con- con- constantly working at that time, or they've forgotten to notice it at work. Yeah. Interesting. So, yes. So if they open their eyes, then it comes back, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The body never disappears. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. The river. Um, I have a question. Um, I was discussing this question yesterday with Alexis, and Alexis motivated me to ask here to ask Sayadaw. Mm-hmm. It concerns organ transplantation and our readiness, our willingness to become a donor. Uh, of course, if we die in appropriate way, like when our organs are healthy. So, on the one hand, so many arguments actually support this idea, and. Uh, we can think it's a great act of generosity and it's a great uh, possibility to serve other human beings. But on the other hand, um, it's actually an issue of um, moment of dying or process of dying. And my doubts came when I was um, several years ago reading uh, the books from uh, Tibetan Buddhisms. And uh, there are many scriptures uh, which deal with this topic. And um, in Tibetan Buddhism, you read that it's a process when the mind separates from the body and it takes time, like it takes three days or even longer. And um, there are many recommendations what to do or what not to do with the body during this time, like even how to touch or how not to touch the body. And if we think that during this uh, period of time when we, we are willing to become a donor, uh, the medical people would... Uh, take it immediately. S- take it immediately, would switch uh, some devices, you know, to keep your circulation going, to keep um, blood saturated with oxygen and so on. And it's, of course, not the right conditions for, for, to support this process of separation. Exactly. So that's actually a question. So how Sayadaw sees the process of dying? Mm. Um, Tibetan Buddhism, 
ကိုခန္ဓာကိုယ်နဲ့စိတ်နဲ့အတုံးရဲ့ခုနေရဲ့လောက်ကြာမှာဟိုအခွဲတယ်လို့သူတို့ရုပ်စတယ်အဲ့
But then when he began to practice in earnest, Thiago says, it really became apparent to him that the value of this life lies in uh, the, the gathering of wisdom, in the growing of, of wisdom. And it's the wisdom of understanding the, um, the truth, of um, understanding the truth that cuts through delusion completely. And um, he says, so we just, he's, so he sees, the, you know, awareness is, is like the, the doorway to allow wisdom to, to come into the mind. So awareness has to be present so that wisdom can also um, operate in the mind. So, you know, awareness is the, the path that we can take the journey. Mm. And the reason he he feels that the real value of life is in wisdom, he says, is because of all the things he's received in this life, all the things he's earned, he's gained in this life, Seattle says, nothing has given greater satisfaction than understanding the truth. That that moment of, of true understanding and and the the yeah the consequence the the result of that, the freedom that the mind has, uh the understanding that the mind has, he said it can't compare to anything. He said satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> Then I'm um, so what's happening in my practice? Um, um, yeah, the reading the and first I want to say thank you for the f- kind of freedom and format of the retreat because it's changed my <clears throat> view of meditation quite. I have a only Goenka mm-hmm. Vipassana style experience five years ago. This has really changed my maybe motivation and and kind of understanding of what it can be and then I realized the freedom and the space to be self-responsible of the timetable or, and, and the actual practice has helped a lot yeah. to see how I'm actually functioning yeah. also in my life. Um, something is, maybe it's the, this third day of the water fasting, so it's my mind is getting really clear, mm-hmm. so my energy levels are quite good and also the practice and the freedom to see my yeah. kind of system how it works so it's mm. becoming more clear yeah. and the ability to learn for example reading the books the first day was cloudy somehow and not understanding the text fully or p- mm. being aware I'm reading and now I feel it's something has shifted in my yeah. mind um but then I'm, yeah, I still have the heartbeat going really strong sometimes and usually after sleep, which yeah. is funny. Yes. Uh, and after I take some naps and yes. I wake up. And so I'm also interested about the sleep, like how, um, yeah, I have a practice where where through music I'm we kind of facilitate and be in a space where REM sleep so you go really deep sleep during the session Mm -hmm. but your mind is awake and you're aware of that Mm. 
what's happening in, in that deep state. Mm. But I can see it and I'm aware of it during that session. But then I'm not aware if I'm aware when I'm actually sleeping. Mm. Some kind of wondering how could I know if I'm aware or not when I'm sleeping. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the dream has been quite some strong dreams and the the actually that my my system is in a very sympathetic nerve like yeah. fight or flight system so is activating sick. after sleep, which is funny. Right. So But you're not doing that here, right? That no, not really. No, I, I, I've actually been listening to some music and being aware how it affects my system and it, certain music has come down and then certain is activating the yeah. same process, but not really. But yeah, the dream, how to be aware, like how to know that I'm aware in the nighttime or if I'm not, how can I even know that? Yeah. Like, what's the sign? Okay. Um, to... เอ่อเอาเชิญพี่เอาเจซูติเนี่ยเนี่ยดีดีตัวก็เอ่อไอ้เนาะดีสะคั่นลุกตอดีโลอูเปนลุกทาเนาะโคโคโคโอซုံซ
um, you will kind of know that you're aware if when it's there. Yeah, and it might not happen every night, or but but when you have a habit of being mindful and knowing thoughts, then you know the likelihood of you recognizing that the dreams is much higher. Yeah, is the 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 mind is thinking all the time, so it actually dreams throughout the night. But it's usually the dreams that you know when we're awake. The dreams that we remember are the ones closest to when we're waking up. That yeah, those are the ones that we become most conscious of, that we can be aware of. Thank you. Uh, yeah, maybe the um, mindfulness in normal life would be a good thing to look at uh, from my point of view. I like what you said about already aware. Aware, yeah. yeah. Um, this is working quite well when I'm walking, so the mind's off somewhere, and then I'm already walking. You know, so it, it just there's no bump, if you like. Yeah. But in other aspects of life and activity, there is more sort of like, oh yeah, I've got to get this awareness happening again, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, that, that's a kind of contradiction in <laughs> terms already. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I suppose we're all thinking about the end of the, re, you know, going back to work life or whatever. And, yeah. and so I'm not sure that there's, that's just a work in progress, you know, all, yeah. all the time, how to how to do that. And the other thing is matching a, a kind of society which is very goal-oriented and very competitive and very, I work in the university, but still that's full of branding and <laughs> you know, even they've got mindfulness in there, but that's basically to make people perform more or, you know, produce more or, yes. or publish more or whatever. So, oh, wow. Although I must say there's more wisdom. The people that are giving the mindfulness, you know, they, they seem to know what it's about. But the university probably don't know what it's about. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the nice, uh, what's the word, subversive thing about mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those sorts of themes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ตุสินซาละอะเนี่ยอกุณะอะไลซิสเปียวเรโหตะดิโอตะดิทามิดาโหตัวเปียวเรโหอกุณะดะบิโรอุปมาตะดิชีลาอ่าตีเนลาหว
For every individual that practices mindfulness, Yadusis, it protects their mind, you know, and the quality of their mind becomes better. So, good if they can continue to be mindful. So long as they continue to be mindful, Yadusis, then probably, you know, wisdom can come in and question their choices and so on. He says, then he says, probably when that sort of questioning comes up is when it's the best time to maybe expand or broaden their view. Okay. Um, I think my mind has been like rather steady and uh, calm for the last last days and uh, what I have been noticing is that um, like if I sort of drop out from um, the, the awareness a little bit for any reason, then it starts building up usually in like the same way because I, I, most of the time I meditate with my eyes open. So first it comes with the, the sight mm. and then um, other things start building up. It can be the bodily sensations or... The, um, smells or whatever comes true yeah. but um, but somehow it seems the, um, the mind has been more interested in things that are have been related to the vision like uh, now I have noticed uh, that the mind keeps track of the let's say the field of vision that that is limited so now I it it has looked like I'm looking through the barrel yes. like <laughs> for for two days now, which is something you New. normally don't recognize because the brain blows yeah. it out and yes. um, mm. and also small bits like um, uh, when I'm reading, then I I feel the eyes moving, which which is also interesting because yeah. that's also something I normally don't yeah. notice. That's it just right happens yes. and um, uh, but these things come and go so it's not it's so okay. that uh, I would be resenting them so yeah. but it's it's just very interesting to see like how the awareness builds up and um, brings this like yeah. tiny tiny pieces yes good yeah ตีเนปုံซาอันแลตูปုံมันตะคุชิเนี่ยแลตูอเมสิอายุมาเนี่ยซาเลยปีปีมาอตันนี่บาเรอะลุเมียวอยู่เรบ่เนาะอเมสิ
ยังสับสิ่งนี้สิครูเสียดูสิจริงๆเราต้องไล่จีนะเพราะว่าเราเห็นว่าเราเห็นว่าเราเห็นว่าเราเห็นว่าเราเห็นว่าเราเห็นว
talking like, about other people. Talking about other people who are not not there. Present, so uh, it was an interesting experiment. Yeah. When we are really mindful and we are considering what's wise to say and what's not wise to say, he says it really does bring speech down to very little. Yes, our habits of speaking mindlessly are so, <laughs> yeah, so much part of us. He says, and yeah. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you already. It has been a great journey for me, uh, and I will have a lot of things to bring back to my daily meditation mm. at home. One thing that I realized when I had a quick talk with Alex is, is, is that, uh, is that um, he introduced me those uh, seven factors of enlightenment yeah. and how you can actually deepen your meditation by balancing them. And, and I, I had a kind of a immediate... Um, effect on that one it kind of deepened my meditation and and awareness yeah so and it it was quite um it it was really a good uh, guide for me mm. so um just to share with everyone else can you talk a little bit about those seven factors and and how can you kind of a use them and, and, and balance them and if there comes some other tips for other people yeah. Yeah. So the, the way Seattle understands the seven factors of enlightenment, there's three factors in the enlight in the factors that are workable, that we can work on. And there are four factors that are effects of the work that is done. And the the factors that we can work on are um, sati, virya, and Dhamma-vichaya. Dhamma-vichaya. So that's uh, awareness, right effort, and uh, wise investigation. Um, and when these three work in the right way, then the results are samadhi, stability of mind, piti, joy, pasadi, tranquility, and upeka, equanimity. So, um, the, as the practice matures, Seattle says we, we go up, you know, from, from 
just samadhi, stability of mind. It, it comes to a point where the mind always has a lot of joy when it, you know, when the practice is right. Then it becomes very peaceful, and then there's a lot of equanimity. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so although <coughs> in the Vajranga Sutta they're explained in a in a progression, Siyadra says what we can do we, we can't really like make them happen, you know, we can just work on the causes. We just work on it and then if we have the right attitude then the the you know the effects just follow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, first I want to say also about my experience yesterday. I also uh, felt that I'm get uh, suddenly uh, sad, a little bit sad. Mm. And then I try to understand <laughs> from where this sadness comes actually. Yeah. And then I realized it comes actually from boringness, that I got oh. boring. <laughs> and I ask why I'm boring now. Yeah. And boring because I used to work and have result. Or oh, it's the best way you do, you put energy uh-huh. and you get result and you see result. Right. And here, of course, you're working, you're getting result. But yeah. this result is sometimes very tiny or maybe not it will come obvious. not very, very obvious. And okay. that is why it's made me kind of sad because it's again my god i'm working and <laughs> results is result is not here yeah but then kind of yeah good i manage so yeah. i think i realized it and it let me <laughs> be like it is <laughs> then it was okay it was, it was okay okay yeah. uh-huh. When the mind desires more than is the natural, mm-hmm. you know, what comes from the natural cause and effect, mm-hmm. then it gets bored or dissatisfied mm-hmm. with the results when it wants more than what's here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So as much as, are, yeah, as much as we are doing, we're getting the results. As much as we are skillful, we're getting the results. As much as we actually, you know, uh, like, you know, put in the effort, that's, you know, the result we're getting. But that result may not be necessarily be what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we, we do get results, yeah. but it may not be what we want. Yeah. And now the uh, things is um, uh, now today we talk about uh, tokens that we are uh, will allow to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Alexis also noticed that it's also kind of way to talk. You can hear your voice to be aware that you are talking. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I quite a while already notices that I'm hear my voice and it's annoying again for me. It's strange. <laughs> it's strange because I, one thing that said, okay, at least you hear your own voice. It's not like some other strange voice yes, that yeah. doesn't belong to 
but it's annoying. And then now, actually, when you mention this, I realize maybe it was annoying because what is missing quite often for me, awareness, I'm aware that I can hear my yeah. voice, but awareness of awareness. awareness. You forgot that. So this is small, I for, because it's really a very yes. tiny difference between yes. maybe... Yeah. How to make it obvious? Yeah. Or how I can do it obvious for myself? Awareness <coughs> of awareness. <laughs> recognize it. <laughs> make it a habit. Yeah. Well, Alexis ลูนิราโหตัวผิดนิราอุตินิเนี่ยตินิราตัวมะมะมิอุผิดนิเนี่ยไอ้ตินิราเปียมะมิบ่บ่โลโลโปทินช่างบ่โลโลอ่ะม
Det er tekaner. Lad nu de der, lad mig de der, altså kom lige til Italien. Ja, det er det. He asked uh, someone once. He said, uh, he, he said, when you do this, is do you know it from the thumb side or the this side? I think he said that person went trying to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the momentum is building up, but maybe not so much as I want. <laughs> so, so especially during the mornings, I have been a bit like always a bit like croaky or a bit like sleepy, sleepy. or or then drinking yeah. too much tea and being like a bit like mind overactive and then being a bit like dissatisfied. มันดูใจอย่างเงี้ยเอ่อ He says you know no need to drink a lot just just be sleepy and be aware Wrong <laughs> awareness is fine mm, yeah yeah they both seem to be a bit like He says half-awake awareness is very interesting. It's different mm. from awake awareness. Daydreaming is You know, you learn more about daydreaming when you have half-awake awareness. Dreaming Daydreaming is when you're in the daytime when you're awake, you know, you're not fully asleep. Night dreaming. ไปเลยวันนี้ก็ตอนเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ
letting the awareness kind of to know things that it didn't know or or that you were not aware and I was thinking about or artists both like kind of find ways to do the practice and so the one is like very passive and the other would be more like having this kind of intention to kind of know more about what is happening mm-hmm. ก็ทักซ์ชวลโซวันเดอะเวนเนสอิสเอ่อไลค์บิกินนิ่งออร์ยูโนนอตโซแพคติสเยตออร์เดอะไมนด์เทนส์ทูฟิกซิตแอนด
um, it's learned some stuff and sometimes it, it comes into a state where it's quite settled, then, then you'll find some momentum starts gaining, coming. And, you know, we can go in and out of momentum all the time. So, and, and, and hopefully learn more and more so that, the, you know, we learn how to um, have more momentum as well hmm. with time. อืมโอเคบางยอมเดียวยอมเดียวบ่รู้ที่ได้ตัวเอียท่าไหนตัวโลกเนี่ยจ้ะจ้าโลกโลกเนี่ยเอียท่าไหนตัวเนี่ยร
At first, there was no precept that the monks don't eat after lunch. They ate whenever they wanted. But then it was the Buddha's time. There was no electricity. And then... Um, when the monks went for alms round in the evening or at night, um, sometimes it, it was scary for people to have someone knocking on their door, asking for alms in the dark. And so people complained to the Buddha, and then the Buddha made a rule. And then the Buddha thought about it. He thought, if they have food, um, you know, in, you know, like lunch and bre- uh, breakfast and lunch, that's kind of sufficient. Like the body can survive, the body has enough because the the purpose is of, of, of eating for the Buddha is so that you can practice, right? So he thought that much won't be detrimental to cut out lunch and then, you know, the, the lay people can, you know, rest. And, and so he made this rule, you know, just for no, that purpose. Yeah. And then, like, um, then, you know, for the lay people, it just, they, they just followed from what the monks did, right? So if the monks didn't eat after lunch, lunch so then the lay people just took that on and then you know the seeing that well just having one less meal to prepare and eat gave the mind that much more freedom to spend on doing other wholesome things right mm-hmm. than then to like work with that so yeah it was just like yes and then we we usually eat with greed um, and so when we eat one less meal, we're sort of giving up some of our greed. So in some ways, it's helping us to train, like relinquishing some greed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have just been thinking that also I have been reading a bit about this like intermittent fasting and it's also interesting. Yes, I know. It it's might, the same time. Yeah. It's the same time frame. Yeah, yes. yeah, that it might give some also cognitive benefits to do yeah, that. Yeah, it does. Probably it's a bit like I accidental. Think... Or, yeah. Yeah, to shipati la teina or to a agu to Intermittent fasting, fasting, you can do it anytime you want, you know, that's, yeah, it's not a magic hour, yeah, the timing is not, yeah, yes, okay, okay, yeah, one more question, this, uh, or I had some, like, doubt going on yesterday and uh, one thing which I was thinking like if you do this kind of practice a lot mm. and you get like very kind of equanimous and get like that you kind of do not you kind of um, want less or don't want so much and I was thinking might that lead in certain sense to kind of 
lessened motivation to do things that in general you would kind of do much less and that would not or often it probably would be a good thing like not to do things which are motivated but by bad things but I was thinking Mike that might that also lead that one is in general just like doing less and then one might also like lead a lifestyle which is no not so active compared to some other like philosophy if where you would for example like purposefully try to do very much things which have some real value or something right right <laughs> yes maybe not consider economy alone ยามพิมพ์มาว่าอุปการะผิดแล้วสรุปเนี่ยอาร์เค้าเนี่ยใช่มั้ยสรุปเอควินิมิตี้เซอร์เซสชุดนอตบีทอทอบาวท์อินไ
There was no possible, like, you know, like, I put as much as I as possible in the plate, <laughs> as most possible. And, and I also love uh, the bread, these endings, these yes, crispy the endings. So I, I collected all of them, which they <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> yes, because most people don't like them, right? Yeah, I was really greedy and I just took all of them. And no matter, Gineco, you liked it. I was just, every time I bite and... It was like so much energy and joy and happiness. No, I don't. <laughs> and so much wanting. And it was like so so energetic. It's like biting and eating and swallowing. So he says fascinating right greed every step of the way exactly <laughs> it was so it's much fun <laughs> <laughs> and there was a wanting more and more <laughs> that uh, was for sure <laughs> it's like, yeah it's, it's it's really weird Yano says you know when greed takes over, like we can eat more and it just is like not enough. We just want to keep eating more. And until we stop, it's like the, the greed can't stop. <laughs> just keeps wanting more, just wants that taste or that feeling or the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Keeps, yeah, it just exaggerates. Because it's a, it's a joy, it's a really joy, which actually yeah. to feel it. Yeah. That's why greed doesn't feel like suffering, because it makes us happy. <laughs> dosa is easier to want to work with, because dosa makes us suffer. So, okay, I want to work with dosa. But greed, we don't really want to work with it. We want it to hang around. But greed is a time bomb, Seattle says, because when it doesn't get what it wants, then it really stomps on you. <laughs> then... Yeah. Yes, that's uh, actually at the time as I just let it really to enjoy. Yes. I just stopped when the wisdom came. When <laughs> that uh, wisdom came. Came. Yeah, uh, came. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, starting feeling a bit pain in the body. <laughs> oh, why don't <laughs> So it was like, okay. <laughs> but what I found out, I was run out of completely energy. I was completely exhausted after that experience. Interesting. Greed has a burning energy. Greed or aversion. All the all the, all the unwholesome qualities of the mind, they have a burning quality. They like deplete the mind. They, they, body they, also. Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, sorry, and the body, of course, yes. <laughs> and the body, yes. They deplete the body and mind. Totally, he says, the unwholesome qualities if we let them take charge like that. So that's, uh, yeah, exactly. I was observing uh, 
I think uh, when there was a momentum mm-hmm. at that point, observing the thoughts, mm-hmm. it was uh, just enough energy keeping the momentum. Yes. But when there was a loss of awareness yes. and there was a catching on these thoughts, yeah. It was bringing more energy, and I felt more exhausted. Yeah. So it was like the energy was going up and down. Yeah. When we have a lot of unwholesome thoughts, um, Seattle says that's when from delusion, greed, aversion, unwholesome thoughts, they deplete the mind. They make the mind tired, tense, and so on. Yeah? And body. <coughs> and that's what I also I find in the change, actually... Before coming here, I had um, like attitudes in the mind. I found attitudes um, are running the actions, mm. which yes. I do. Yes. And I was observing these attitudes. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's very important. Every attitude. Attitude. Yeah. Every action is governed by some attitude, definitely. Right or wrong, or I mean wholesome or unwholesome. Yeah. And I found myself a lot in attitudes that I do meditate incorrectly. Incorrect? Yeah. I do incorrect way of meditation. Uh-huh. Because I wasn't feeling pleasant uh-huh. at many situations. Yeah. When was this? It uh, was uh, when I was attached to the thoughts. And find now that it is because of the attachment. Because right. it, having being here, yeah. having the same thoughts, yeah. sometimes it happens, it's yeah. just repeating some thoughts. Yeah. But I am aware of them. Yes. I am not actually attached to the action. Yes. So there is, I believe this is what creates different attitudes to the thought. And that's what creates me not like feeling that there is correct uh, approach, like there is uh, awareness. I don't so understand the last bit of what you're saying. I was, I was actually feeling not meditating, not feeling good in, yes. the, in the life because I, I was attached yeah. to the thoughts. Here I find myself more, observing the same thoughts but yes. not attached because yes. of the awareness. Ah, okay. Yes. And fe- not feeling actually bad or yeah. unpleasant. Right, right, right. To Emma, I don't know, Mamma, right. Emma, to a similar people, so to a tweedle, sick a swan in it. He might have a dear tweedle, but Pian Larry, I'm a sick of a swell with the dear ashamed senior, I shall my tweedle, the old Emma, a tweedle, swan, you look sick of open manna to my mamma. Okay, yeah. So, um, At this point, I found uh, really <laughs> need for coming more to retreats. 
because I can get detached from 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 that maybe the reality which is I can I can be more aware I can get like aware yeah. of can refresh the <laughs> yeah I can yeah yeah retreat my mm. yes <laughs> just a go for more retreats very good yes. <laughs> Okay. Do you need to go now? Yeah, if you can, it's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we'll have to come to Germany. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no. Yeah. We all see. Uh-huh. I Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.